0: in genesis 16 abram's wife sarai later to be known as as sarah has maybe one of the worst ideas in the bible which is saying something because there's some real not so smart moves by the human race when we read through the word of god but sarah's is up there because she can't have a child She really wants to have a kid. She really wants Abram to have an heir. This is important. He doesn't want to just, he's, he's accumulated all this stuff. And he he literally tells God at one point, like you've made these promises and, and I'm, and you've blessed me with all these things. And yet when I die, my servant over here is going to get it because I have no son. So Sarah comes up with this great plan. I'll just give you my slave girl, my servant, and you can have a family with her. And it'll count for me because she's my servant. Now, don't rag on, I know I'm ragging on her here. Like this is the worst idea ever. This was not an uncommon practice during those times. This is not an original idea that like Sarah just came up with out of nowhere. This is something people did because they, they needed a son. They needed an heir and it needed to count for a certain member of the family that that I've had this son. So it's it's counted towards his wife and things like that. But this sounds terrible, doesn't it? I mean, we read this and we think, how in the world did she ever think this was just going to work out and be smooth and easy, right? Because from the moment it starts, it goes just as bad as you think it would. Because uh, Sarah gives her, her servant, Hagar, to Abraham as his wife, and he sleeps with her, and bam, she gets pregnant. Instantly, tension develops between Sarah and Hagar. I don't know how it wouldn't, Right? You've been married to Abram all these years. You've wanted to give him a child. You haven't given him a child. Just like that. Here's your slave girl, and now she is having a child. So what happens? Well, Sarah takes it right out on Hagar as if it's her fault. This is this is the, master's, the mistress's idea. Abraham goes along with it. Hagar is just a poor pawn in this whole thing. She has no choice in this matter, really. She's a slave. So Sarah has started this whole ball rolling. Abraham's gone along with it. And yet when Sarah comes to him and says, uh, she just despises me. She looks down on me. She she's mocking me because she's pregnant and I can't get pregnant. Abram just goes, She's your servant. Do what you want with her. And it says that Sarah went and mistreated her servant. And because of that, Hagar runs away. And remember, she's she's pregnant, right? The, the, the child that Abram has been longing to have, this, this that Sarah is so desperate for him to have as well. They're so desperate that she's willing to go with this plan and come up with this idea to give Hagar to Abram as his wife. And now she's run away with the baby, right? It's ruined the entire plan. From the get-go, I think Sarah regrets this course of action, right? That's not what I want you to see today. That's just the backstory. Because Hagar runs away and this awesome thing happens. This beautiful thing comes out of it. God shows up. And tells her to go back. He, he, he comes to her and he shows her this well and says, you need to go back. And when you go back to, to your masters, I'll be with you. And Hagar gives God the most beautiful name, this awesome name. Right? I love this. Verse 13 of Genesis 16. She says, you are the God who sees me. Right? I, I've now seen the one who sees me. What an amazing, incredible way to think about God. He sees me. He knows me. He understands what I am going through. How often do we feel feelings of despair or frustration because we feel like nobody cares? Like like nothing we do matters all that much and like no one even sees us. We get that way all the time. And yet there's so much truth to this name that we need to remember. That God sees you. Whatever it is you're doing, whoever you are, he sees you. Hagar name's the place. Uh, I'm sure I didn't say that right. Sorry to all my Hebrew speaking friends, right? But the name means well of the living one who sees me. Like she literally names the place after the fact that she knows God sees her, that the living one sees her, knows her, loves her. God saw Hagar. She's an Egyptian slave who who just gets used however, however her masters want. Sarah, who knows how she treated her before that, But she just decides, oh, I can just give you to my husband because I think he needs to have children and I want credit for those. And you're my servant, so that'll count. And then as soon as her plan actually works, she's mad about it and starts abusing her and mistreating her. According to the world, Hagar has very little value. She's a slave who's mistreated, who's been used in in horrible ways so far to this point. Just treated totally like property. And yet God sees her. God knows her, and in her moment of need, he comes and reveals himself to her. I love that name, God. You're you're the God who sees me. Folks, God sees you. Whatever it is you're dealing with today, whatever it is you're facing, whatever it is that that makes you feel like maybe you're in it all alone, that you were struggling with something, know this. God sees you. God knows you. He knows everything you're dealing with right now. He understands everything. And in the midst of all of that, he not only sees you, he loves you. God saw Hagar, and it changed everything for her. She goes back. She deals with, with Sarah, who's not exactly treating her well, but she can deal with that because she knows God sees me. Whatever else I'm going to face right now, whatever else I'm going to deal with right now, I can face it and I can get through that because I know God sees me. Same is true for you and I. Whatever it is we're dealing with, it we can face it. We can walk through it because God sees you. Love you guys. See you soon.